I spent the weekend pacing the floor moving from window to window unable to sleep because the animal house chose to have two wild parties that weekend instead of just one. Both nights, Friday and Saturday, the party started at 10 p.m. and ended around 2 a.m. I managed to get to sleep an hour later each night, only to be woken by my dog around 6 o'clock in the morning. Groggy and annoyed, I would stumble out of bed and let her out in the yard. And while I waited for her to finish her morning ritual, I couldn't help but wonder why I hadn't called the Boise Police Department's non-emergency number to complain about the noise this time. Surely this time I had a very, very good reason for calling them. Photo by Stanley Morales on Pexels.com Before this new batch of young people had moved into the house on the corner, there had been a similar batch of young people living there a few months before. They'd been courteous compared to these new neighbors, they only had wild parties, once, every couple of months and only on Fridays. The very first renters living in the place before I christened it, Animal House, had been dream neighbors. They never had wild drunken parties and never made so much as a peep. I still believe, to this day, that those first neighbors renting the Animal House who paid $2,000 a month were quiet and polite because their form of recreation was pot, not alcohol. I long for those pot-smoking renters to return, I really do, even though I'm not a fan of pot and never liked the stuff myself. Just so you know, pot in Idaho is illegal. And to be honest maybe they weren't pot smokers at all. They were just quiet courteous neighbors and I miss them, because this third batch of renters are a nightmare. Every time these new renters have a wild party, I've got my cell phone and my hand ready to make the call. And then I don't call. Photo by Mateus Bertelli on Pexels.com Why can't I call? I've been thinking about the reasons why I hesitate to call. One reason is that I don't want to get them into trouble. Another reason is because the police in the past have been reluctant to do anything. Then there's the fact I'd have to make myself presentable just in case I have to talk to the police if they arrive at my door. And the last time I called, I told the officer who answered the phone that I didn't want the kids to get hurt or the police to get hurt. In the light of day, after a good night's sleep, all of my excuses for not calling seem silly. And then there is the deeper reason why I just can't go through with it. It's taken me months to figure out why I'm so reluctant to call the police. I can't call because I recognize that these young people have already experienced two economic collapses and now, a pandemic, all in their lifetime, such a short number of years really. They will also be the stewards of our future climate apocalypse. I wish I could have done more for these young people. I keep thinking about my grandson who will be a young adult during the worst of this future disaster. I thought I was doing my part to prevent the coming apocalypse by only buying used cars, all I could afford really, and never using pesticides on my lawn. I thought I was doing my part by voting for Democrats since President Jimmy Carter. Well. How has that turned out? Americans who identify as Democrats got themselves a bunch of neoliberals just like the Republicans. Our neoliberal swamp creatures in D.C. work for the corporations, not us. They are doing all they can to get the Affordable Care Act. The Republicans have got themselves a useful idiot in the White House who takes his orders from Mitch McConnell. Number 45 doesn't have the wit to choose his own judges, he lets Mitch McConnell choose them. What is worse, both the Republicans and the Democrats have been voting McConnell's choices in the lifetime positions as quickly as possible. Photo by Cottonbro on Pexels.com Now, the government lawyers are doing their best to get the Affordable Care Act via our Supreme Court, because the swamp creatures in the House of Representatives and the Senate are too chicken shit to legislate. 
The Republicans especially hope to persuade John Roberts' court to end the only health care any of us have right now, during a pandemic. Way to go swamp creatures. Such cruelty hasn't been seen since the Dark Ages. And the biggest swamp creature of them all, Mitch McConnell is shoving a judge onto the court who would never have been chosen in the past, a woman who belongs to a small cult within the Catholic Church that believes the man is the ultimate authority in the household. If she is chosen by our corrupt Congress, her husband will be making future judicial decisions that will affect all of us. She is the complete opposite of RBG and a symbol of the rot within our country. As I've stated before, I don't think of this court run by Chief Justice John Roberts as supreme. And I believe the history books will prove me right, that John Roberts' mediocre court is nothing more than a tool for big corporations. I never took seriously the central message in the television series Firefly, a message which predicts that future generations would become slaves to U.S. and Chinese megacorporations. These fictional megacorporations forced people to work, fight and die for them from the cradle to the grave. Well, look no further than Amazon for the U.S. version of a megacorporation. Amazon spies on its employees, treats them like slaves and torches any talk of unions. And Amazon isn't the only corporation to use draconian methods to cut wages and keep shareholders happy. Since the current pandemic many small businesses have closed for good. Others have been swallowed up or sold off by greedy corporations, their original owners' ideas, innovations and unique products making profits for someone else. It's a sick and twisted system that needs to end. We are already seeing Firefly's imaginary future taking shape right now. I don't want these young people to have to endure such a world. And I'm especially sorry for the young women of today. They may end up forced to live as second-class citizens once again, subservient to their male overlords. And the thought of young men continuing to die in perpetual wars brought to you by our bloated military-industrial complex makes me sick with fear for my grandson. I hope I'm wrong. I hope sanity will return and Americans will take back their country from the oligarchs. If not, Zoomers, you are in for some major pain for the next 40 years, if foul air and water, starvation or intense heat doesn't kill you first. Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com Look at our representatives in Congress. Many of them are older than me and most of them are richer than the entire bottom half of our damned country. What will they do with all their ill-gotten gains when the average temperature is 130 degrees Fahrenheit? We are already experiencing more wildfires, more tornadoes and severe storms than when I was a teenager. What will these young people endure when the baby boomer generation is gone? I shudder to think. All the unnecessary suffering future generations will endure could be reversed if we choose representatives in Congress with courage and morals. Most of Congress is made up of sycophants and moral cowards, servants to the rich. They are as venal and corrupt as the current occupant of the White House. Americans were respected once. Now, the world pities us because they can tell that our nation is in decline, that the rot at the top is spread through the body politic. The rise in mass shootings and police brutality is a clear sign that our country is slowly sinking into the swamp created by the morbidly rich. The world will continue to pity us for generations to come, if we don't do something to save ourselves. We need to get rid of the oligarchs running our country, and if the two-party system isn't working, find a party that works for everyone, not just the rich. I've watched America decline from Nixon to Trump. And after being subjected to bits and pieces of the first presidential debates between Trump and Biden through the mainstream media, the symbolism of these two decrepit, selfish, stupid men who epitomize the decline of our country is a warning to us all. 
They symbolize the selfishness and stupidity of the generation that came after World War II. They were the recipients of a prosperous country with plenty of work and good jobs. And what did they do with all that prosperity? They chose to send all the good jobs overseas and pollute our streams and foul our air. So many Americans have died unnecessarily in foreign wars created in the backrooms of D.C. So many more of our people will be dying in future pandemics until Mother Earth has rid herself of her worst enemy, us. And that is why I can't bring myself to call the police on this generation of young people. These Zoomers will have to survive unbelievable heat, wildfires, and floods, as well as homelessness, undrinkable water and food insecurity. Photo by Philip Ackerman on Pexels.com And just voting the same people into office every election has only made life worse for us. We need a new party, a party for people who are concerned about the future of our planet and the future of our species. If we don't do something soon, the chickadees might become the new dominant species on the planet or much worse, there won't be any people or insects or mammals left alive. And that is why I'm interested in the movement for a people's party. After watching the four-hour convention for a people's party, I can only hope there will be a future for these young people, a future which includes justice for all, dignity for all, fresh air, clean water, and a thriving planet.